Now don't be surprised, I'm the rising one. I got game for you like Allen Iverson. You see, high C, five years from now. Bank roll still swole with that platinum style. Oh, here goes. Welcome to episode 17 of Throwback Hoops. You would have just heard me spit some bars by high C from the track Get Together Again of DJ Quick's 1998 album Rhythmalism, where Allen Iverson was referenced. A happy Australia day to everyone and as always i got my main man robbie clayton in the house you know rhythmalism is one of my favorite albums of all time rc you like that yeah what's up woods yeah i like it mate i know you're a massive dj quick fan probably a little bit uh, a lot more than i am but no i do like that track and i'm always happy to hear you rapping to start off the show man great to have you robbie as always now we said we'd be having back on the show rc you know for our all-star reserves uh, selection episode, and, and he's here by popular demand, our super producer, Lala. Welcome. Thanks, man. Well, well, good to be back, and uh, what a way to follow up uh, Michelle Timms and Andrew Gaze with, with myself. It's just, yeah, you're on the way up, guys. Well done. You're the first returning <laughs> guest as well, Lala. So exactly. That's got to mean something, right? I'm, I'm taking all these wins, you know. I was the first <laughs> guest and then the first returner. It's awesome. It's nah. But well done, guys. I mean, i got to say, uh, the podcast is great. Uh, having Getting Timms on and, 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 and um, Andrew Gaze, that was just amazing. Great, great listens, great stories. So, yeah, really good. Keep it going, guys. Hey, we couldn't do it without your help behind the scenes, Lyle Span. So thanks for everything you're doing for us, man. Um, just before we get into it, just some housekeeping here. Please tune into the video program on YouTube uh, and download uh, and subscribe to our, our podcast wherever you listen, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts. And we're actually on Audible now as well. So uh, appreciate everyone's support there. Now, Lala. You know, there was a reason I dropped those bars at the start of the show, my man. There is. So, uh, as I guess, why don't you do the honors and, and tell us a little bit about the jersey you're wearing yeah, today? So, I'm rocking a Georgetown Hoyers Allen Iverson jersey. So, let me just do a little spin and twirl for you. It's a fresh looking Nike Georgetown Hoyers number three that Lola's rocking there. I like that one, mate. Very nice jersey. Yeah. So, um, I mean, most, most hoop heads know who Allen Iverson is, right? I mean, the answer, uh, you know, four-time scoring champ, 11-time All-Star, uh, Rookie of the Year, uh, what, first overall pick in 96, um, if, if I'm not correct. Um, and then uh, also, you know, Georgetown come from a, from a very prestigious university. Well, so, so, you know, we're Australian saying this, but a lot of big names coming from there, Patrick Ewing, Matumbo, Lonzo Mourning. Um, yeah, so my boy Roy Hibbert as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. <laughs> I could just but yeah, Roy Hibbert. Please. But yeah, I love. Um, I've always uh, been a huge fan of Alan Iverson. You know, the the kind of undersized guards that just can score and and as prolific as he can. You know, it's amazing. Which is why I'm a big, you know, Ja Morant fan and, and Kyrie Irving, those kind of guys. So, man, I had to I had to rock this one today. Awesome, Lars. Awesome. And uh, you would have heard me speaking to Michelle Timms, how she's been such a cultural icon in Australia. Um, and Alan Iverson has just been that as well, you know, with his cornrows and his swagger yeah. and the way he went about things. So awesome to see and, you wearing and, that and jersey. And the sleeve too. Don't forget the, uh, the arm the sleeve. sleeve. Yeah, absolutely. He, he used it as a, because he had an injury. I forgot what the name of the actual injury was, but it's like an elbow swelling thing. And uh, that sleeve, that compression sleeve he was wearing became fashion after that you know carmelo rocked it and a 
few other players. So. Hey, hey, that's not the only song that his name's referenced in, in, yeah. in rap lyrics. So, you know, he's, he's a big part of popular he, culture. He made so. some kind of album that he never kind of released, right? Jewels or yeah. something like that? He, he I, yeah. did. Mm, yeah. He did. I need to he look did. into that a bit more. But yeah, I'm pretty sure there was some... I mean, that was some of the controversy off court, right, with Alan Iverson too, was... Uh, I think there was some, anyway, I haven't read into it too much, but there is something that... Hey, Lars, didn't you say you had a jersey of his as well? Yeah, you, man, you so I've just got it right here. So I've got a, like a Mitchell and Ness, Philly, Iverson jersey as well. I, I, Very nice. I love I those, those jerseys, I guess I call them, you know, shirt jerseys, just because you can wear them. They're more, they're more wearable than the, the normal singlet jerseys, right? You don't have to wear a shirt underneath yeah. them, you can wear them out and about, so I love those. Robbie was saying that the other day, right? To, to Timzy as well when I was wearing her jersey. No, they're hard to find too, places, though. Kind of. yeah. yeah, they're hard to find though, like these kind of Mitchell and Ness ones. Mm. They only made a few of them. So I've got this, I've got a O'Neal one and a, I can't remember the other one. But anyway, yeah, I, I like them. Thanks, Lala. I really appreciate it. And with a bit of an all-star feel to this show, Robbie, you know, I see that you've got a jersey there that you're wearing of, of someone who's made a mark at an all-star weekend before. So uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about the jersey hanging behind you and the one that you're wearing as always, brother? Yeah, thanks, Woods. Um, so look, I thought, as we mentioned, we are recording on the 26th of January, being Australia Day. So I thought only fitting I sort of have the Luke Longley Australian Boomers jersey behind me. Um, look, I, I plan on sort of featuring Longley on an NBA jersey in a future episode, so I'm not going to talk too much about him now. But look, in terms of his Boomers career, he played in the 98, 92 and 2000 Olympics. Um, he was injured in the 96 Olympic Games in Atlanta due to injury. Um, and look, Longley's really spoken how much, you know, playing for the Boomers means to him. And it's meant just as much as him winning those three NBA championships. So a um, bit of a random jersey, that one, Woods. It's an old champion one. It's actually made of wool as well, which is very strange. I think it might be the only jersey in the collection that's like a wool blend type jersey, but not too heavy, but certainly very good quality there. So so that's big Luke Longley there. So look, in terms of I the like one it. that I'm, I'm wearing today, so I'll stand up and, and let you see that. And I'll sort of tell you a few words about him. So for all those who are listening to the audio version of the show, Robbie's got the champion Clippers Brent Barry jersey by popular demand. Robbie, uh, I, I know you got the a request on uh, Twitter or Facebook or somewhere to rock a Brent Barry That's jersey. Right. So we've got to give the people what they want, as Jalen Rose says. Exactly right? right. So if anyone else has got requests, let me know. So look, a quick shout out to my brother as well, the only LA Clippers fan in the world. So he'll appreciate me wearing this one. Um, and look, he's been going for them since the early 90s before you know they sort of became a bit more popular. So Shout out to you, Matt. That, shout that's out to right. you, bro. So look, a little bit of information on Brent Bones Barry. Um, Bones played 14 seasons in the NBA after getting drafted out of Oregon State at pick 15 in the 95 draft. Now, Woods, you know I was going to do this, mate. Tell me some of the, the top players in that 95 draft. Can you remember them? You know I love putting uh, you on the spot on the show. Uh, Jalen Rose was definitely part of that draft. Well, right? I'm talking about more the the higher ones. So, like, who well, was... Jason Kidd, Grant Hill, nah, Glenn, so, Big nah, Robinson. Dif different draft, that one. So this one was number one, Joe Smith. Oh, um, yes. Okay. Number two was Antonio McDyess. And then look at these three next three picks. Number three, Jerry Stackhouse. Number four, Rashid Wallace, and number five, Kevin Garnett. So right. I, I was quoting the year before uh, that. Sorry, my so bad, man. That is a pretty solid sort of draft there, yeah. I guess. Mm -hmm. um, look, I guess, um, you know, in terms of Brent Barry there, so he played with the Clippers, the Heat, the Bulls, Sonics, Spurs, and Rockets. Uh, and, of course, he was a two-time champion, 05 and 07 with the Spurs. Um, and probably one thing he'll always be remembered for is, you know, winning the NBA slam dunk competition in 1996, which he put on a great sort of display there. Um, 
He was doing a lot of commentating post-career. Um, he's currently working as the Spurs Vice President of Basketball Operations. So um, for those, you know, the surname sounds familiar. Um, Brent Barry is the son of Hall of Famer Rick Barry. Um, those will probably remember the underarm free throws on the old videos there. Um, and he's also the brother to John Barry, who had a solid NBA career. Um, there's Canyon Barry, who's the youngest and currently playing in the G League. And, of course, a shout-out to your old mate Drew Barry, who played for the Sydney Kingswoods in 1999. Yep. So there was a little bit of a, a link from Brent Barry to the NBL there. So, yep, that's who I'm rocking today. And, um, yeah, liking this old-school champion Clippers jersey. And just quietly, Brent Berry is not going to be sending a postcard to Tony Parker anytime no, soon. No, I don't think him and Tony Parker will sort of be sharing any you know, family sort of get-togethers. Um, if anyone doesn't know what we're talking about, about that one, just um, put Brent Barry and Tony Parker into Google and you'll see some interesting stuff. All right. Thanks, thanks, Robbie. And uh, as it is an all-star uh, special episode, um, I thought I'd uh, wear one of my favorite jerseys uh, of a former all-star. So while I just stand up and I've actually got the Denver Nuggets hat to go with the jersey today. So why don't you tell uh, the audience a little bit about what I'm wearing as I stand up, Robbie? Yeah, yeah. definitely. So Woody's wearing the, the retro Alex English Denver Nuggets number two jersey. Now, you know, with the sort of Denver skyline and everything and the mountains on there. Um, great color jersey. And look, I know this is definitely one of Woody's um, favorites. I've actually got the same one. Um, so we make sure we won't double up with wearing these. But yeah, I know you love this one, Woods. Um, what can you tell us about Mr. English? Look, when we speak about uh, underrated players um, in, in NBA history, Alex English's name is one that has to be mentioned, right? And uh, when, when we, we talked about the top 75, or well, was it the top 50, sorry, players that was, was announced for the 75 years, or was it 75? 75, 75, no, 75, yeah. 75, sorry. He missed out on the 50 25 years ago, mm -hmm. and he missed out on the 75 again this year, right? So, I mean, just a little bit about him. I mean, he's the, he's the second-round pick... Um, 23rd pick in the second round of the 76 draft by the Milwaukee Bucks, Robbie, mm -hmm. Lala. But he was most well known for his time, you know, with the Denver Nuggets between 1980 and 90. And in, in that 10 years, he made the All-Star team eight consecutive years from 82 all the way to 89. He's a three-time All-NBA NBA second teamer in 82, 83 and 86. He was the NBA scoring champion in 1983. Hey, check this out. No player scored more points in the 80s than Alex English did. Wow. Right, Robbie? Crazy. So can we just kick Anthony Davis out of that top 75 and put English in there today? <laughs> yeah, he deserves it, man. And uh, silky smooth mid-range assassin he was. Um, you know, if he was playing in today's uh, NBA, he would have. I'm sure he would have stretched that shot out to the three-point area a little bit more. And uh, it's such a nice, uh, you know, nice technique on his jump shot, man. You know, he's just as smooth as silk when he was, when he was, uh, when he was playing, I loved watching him play. And his number two is retired by the Denver Nuggets. And his number 22 is actually retired by uh, South Carolina. Yeah. Very good. So Alex English, I have for you guys. Um, all right. So thanks, boys, for that. Um, just I want to quickly go through what we're going to cover on this week's show. As I spoke about earlier, we're all going to go through our all-star all selections and, and discuss that. Um, we've got classic packs as usual, Robbie. And today I've got the 91-92 uh, hoops. Uh, Lala, you haven't actually been on an episode when we've done Classic Packs, so can't it's good wait, to have man, you on. Can't board. wait, um, th Thanks, thanks, guys. And uh, but I think we'll just kick things off with some NBL talks. Um, you know, you guys ready to chop it up? Or let's do it, boys, man. All right, so uh, it's nice to see you've been branching out a little bit, Lala, and watching some NBL lately. How have you found it? Yeah, awesome, bro. I I kind of tend to miss the timing sometimes, and I catch the tail end of games. So I 
tend to watch some of those KO minis afterwards to get the, nice. get the overall highlights. But um, caught a few of the Kings games, and, and I know um, Robbie's uh, Wildcats, I caught their, a couple of their games. Uh, I saw the Kings blow, blow some leads last week, which oh, I'm sure man. you're so happy about. And I did send you some texts past my condolences. Um, but I did see them, um, you know, really come back strong on the weekend, I think, against the Bullets. Uh, in like a in a in a large double digit lead, so yeah, um, that was really good to see. And and watching watching the Wildcats, you know, Bryce Cotton, he's a he's amazing. I love watching him play. But uh, another name, which is Dick Law, and I haven't seen much of him, but he he's great. He, he's a solid looking NBL player, and uh, so it's good. I'm I'm enjoying this, and I think for me, it's just kind of getting accustomed to these players and these stars. And the Olympics kind of helps. So I'm seeing some of the guys, you know, filtering through the league and. The Jack Jumpers, I saw them, new team, they looked all right, but I think they lost in that game. But, you know, it's good. I'm, I'm enjoying the NBL. More basketball, I can't complain, man. What about your former Brooklyn Net, Tajir McCall, who you, who you touched on? I, I heard that you watched a, a, a Taipan's game the other day and you, and you checked him out playing right yeah, on man, a, a he's, mini. He's looking good, man. I, and you, you called it early in the season. He's, that his defense and his lockdown ability has been really great. So I think, I mean, he's going to be good to watch for the rest of the season. Yeah, it's awesome that you're actually watching some games, Lala, and hopefully we can get out to the uh, the kingdom at some point this season with you, Robbie, and and myself, right? So, Definitely. yeah, fingers crossed. All right, so look, it's it's one third the way through the season, guys, and I thought that it it's only fitting that Robbie and I sort of give a little bit of overview of of how our Wildcats and and our Kings are are doing, and and you know, talk talk about some key points and 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 give a grade to our uh, respective lineups. So, Robbie, would you like to take it away or what? Yeah, I'd love to, man. Um, so, look, I guess in terms of the Wildcats, um, at the time of recording, they're six and two in second place on the ladder. So it all sort of sounds good there, but it, it's been a very strange season for the Wildcats, a very interrupted season. Um, they've been really hit sort of early on in the year with injuries, um, some quite sort of key injuries and not having their core team together. Um, and, of course, they're kind of in that, um, I guess, boat now like New Zealand where they have had to leave the state and they're based in, in yep. Taz, Tassie at the moment, which um, ironically they went to Tassie and they all ended up getting COVID, which was, was pretty crazy there. So, um, look, in terms of a grade for them so far this year, I'm going to give them an A. Hopefully that's not being a homer that's there. Fair, man. Look, it's six, fair. six and two in second place with a lot of sort of things that have gone against us this year. So I think they've gone pretty well. Um, I also think factoring in the new coach, you know, taking over from a previous legend, um, I think obviously they're going to sort of take a while to sort of all gel there. You know, um, I do think we have the best import tandem in the league in Bryce Cotton oh, yeah. and Vic Law. I don't think there's a lot of argument about, about that at the moment. And I also think Frazier's kind of stepped up in the last few games there. So, you know, we're averaging 88 as a team, giving up 79. Um, and I guess probably more importantly, we're starting to look a bit, little bit more healthy now. Um, you know, Matt Hodgson's back, Todd Blanchfield's back, and he's playing great. I mean, we need him, him healthy if we want to sort of go far this year. Um, so, look, I'm sort of pretty happy with how we're going there, boys. Um, you know, we've got another return game against Illawarra uh, tomorrow in, in Wollongong. So, I really enjoyed the game the other it's day. Be that, fun. Oh, that yeah. second half the Wildcats play was just amazing there. So, obviously, Gorgon's not going to be happy about losing that game. And he'll, you know, obviously sort of get the Hawks fired up for that game. It's probably only no one, one concern for me at the moment, and that's probably something outside our, our, of our hands at the moment. And that's the, the WA border being closed. Um you know, I did put a little tweet on there last week that, you know, the only thing that might stop this Wildcats um, playoff streak is is McGowan, the Premier of WA, just by sort of locking them out there. We know how, you know, great the Wildcats home court advantage is there. So 
hopefully things improve with the COVID, but I think the Wildcats have got to be prepared that they might be, you know, like New Zealand are doing for the rest of the year and playing a lot of games away from home. So obviously keep that record ticking over. Of course, Woods, we're going on Sunday. Um, really looking forward to go for our sort of annual the tradition, man. Kings tradition. Yep. Yeah. So normally a tradition for those that don't know, we go to a game, Wildcats win, and we come home. So that's normally the tradition there. So <laughs> we'll see how that goes this year. But look, I think it could be a, probably a bit of a closer game this year. But yeah, that's sort of how I'm sort of you know grading the the Wildcats at the moment. I'll give them an A. Um, I think there is some room for improvement with some of the play there, but also as I said, there's definitely some concerns about you know when we might eventually get home there. So and what about yourself, Woods, with with your Kings? Yeah, yeah. Just before I get to that, Robbie, I wanted to ask you one thing, though, about the Wildcats, right? Um, those guys, uh, you know, Majuk and, um, um, sorry, the other center. Hodgson. I'm just having a blank right now. Matt Hodgson, Hodgson yeah. right? They're struggling with their defensive rebounds, man, you know, mm-hmm. on that end of the floor. They, they couldn't grab one the other night. I know you said Frazier's doing well. Uh, is there some scope that uh, potentially Fraser goes and, and they bring in a big man and, I don't know, man. I've heard it in, in, in various different outlets that that's one area that the Wildcats could look to to strengthen their stocks because yeah, the defensive rebounding hasn't been good. They've been good on the offensive glass, don't get me wrong. Yeah. Right? Both Hodgson yeah. and Majuk, right? Yeah. I don't know. I think it would be probably maybe a bit of a dangerous call to do that with Frazier. You know, he's been injured to start off the year and he's finally starting to play well and making an impact on the team there. So I wouldn't be surprised if we stick with who we've got, but yeah. I guess just try and sort of bring that effort more on the boards. You know, we've obviously, we've got a few sort of veterans, you know, that obviously you said Majuk Majuk and, um, and, um, and Matt Hodgson, there are two big units there. So there's no reason why those guys shouldn't be out there locking up all those defensive boards. But um, yeah, I agree. That's definitely something that has sort of let us down and it's been a little bit of a, a worry against some of the bigger teams in the league, but yeah, probably not too concerned about the Woods. I think we will keep the, the team together for now. Um, I know there's been mention of Thon Maker, sort of always hear that name sort of coming out, but yeah. I don't know that that would change a whole lot either. So, Well, Matt Hodgson has also not been 100% healthy. So as he comes back to full fitness and, and get some reps in him, I'm sure that he's going to improve Definitely. on that. And on of the course, Woods, class. a big shout out to, to Body Nodge as well. We know he's a, a big uh, Matty Hodgson fan. So yeah, we thought I'd, thought I'd shout him out there. Yeah, and shout out to Liam and Brad for what reason, Robbie? What have they been uh, selected to do recently? Of course, yeah. So they're putting together that um, 40-year Perth Wildcats um, sort of best team there. So, yeah, um, Body and Liam, if you need any assistance there, I've been watching the Wildcats for all 40 of those years. But, no, I'm sure you guys will do a great job in selecting it there. And, um, yeah, look forward to to see who you guys put in that team. Thanks, Robbie. Really appreciate it. So, look... um, while you rightfully so gave your Wildcats an A, I'm going to give my Kings a C. Um, and only because of the injuries we've had to deal with, right? Um, and not being able to have a, a, a full lineup on, on the court. Otherwise, I might have even given us a D. Um, and we've spoken about losing RJ Hunter. We've spoken about Jordan Hunter out for the season, Robbie. Yeah. Um, and that's really hurt us. And as Lala alluded to earlier, those fourth quarter meltdowns have been a real concern. You know, it's... Uh, it's it's been tough, man. Losing losing leads at home to New Zealand and then away to Brisbane, uh, and the way these offenses run. And I just want to ask you, Robbie. It's like a five out positionless basketball, mm-hmm. as Gazy alluded to last week. Coach Buford is running like you know that G League type of offense in a fee, in a FIBA basketball situation. And I'm not hundred percent convinced. Like in the fourth quarter, right, uh, when your offense is a bit stagnant and and you need a bucket, right? Um, you know, isn't there some credence in in just you know, pick and roll between Martin and Adams or getting Jarrell some touches in the elbow in the post so he can go get a high percentage shot. Um, 
possibly like that. a plan B. I think Buford might need their woods. Obviously, it's good when it's going well, but you know, in these things where obviously they're getting a bit tired and giving up leads, I agree. Maybe looking at playing a bit, a bit more pick and roll game and just having that yep. plan B option. I guess. I mean, look, you'll probably speak about it as well, but I, I guess the rotations for me is a big thing for Sydney. They've got to just shorten the rotations there. You're playing forty-minute games. You don't need to be playing ten or eleven people there. You know, playing limited totally. minutes. So shorten the rotation and give your guns more minutes. That's the way I look at it. Yeah, well, you speak of Gorgian, right? He said, look, AJ, uh, Emmett, nah, we're not going to play you, right? We're going to play seven, eight guys, and this is going to be our rotation. If something happens, there's a COVID situation or an injury, then there's that next man up mentality. But we're going to play these seven, eight guys, and we're going to stick to that, right? And I think uh, Coach Buford could look a little bit at that. Well, here's that, a question right? for a big Kings fan, Woods. Who's potentially playing too much at the moment? Who's someone that you probably think could maybe be sitting down a little bit more than they are? Sean Bruce, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a huge supporter and a fan of Sean Bruce. Yep. But he's really regressed this year. And, um, you know, we talked about it earlier. We're missing that guy in the fourth quarter that has experience, a veteran like Brad Newley or, mm-hmm. or Kick It that we've had in, in, in previous years, you know, Kevin Lish before he retired. Um, and we're missing that guy with experience in that fourth quarter who can actually take us home when we've got a lead, right? And I thought Sean Bruce was going to be that guy, but he's really, he's playing, what, 20 minutes a game? I think that let's let's give those minutes to Adams now that he's coming back. And when Biwali's back from injury, I would be giving Biwali's minutes straight to Bruce. I know you yeah. say Biwali plays a little bit too much, but I think he's young um, and let let him let him go out there and play play those minutes a little bit, you know, yeah. and... Uh, I'm not sure if you agree there. Or no, not. Fair one, yeah. one, one thing I will say, though, I mean, everyone's been very, very critical of Coach Buford, but he seems a great coach for developing players. I mean, look at Angus Glover, Wani Swakala Bullock, and how they've played this year. Both of them have come out in the media and said how much they like playing for Chase. And you can really see those guys with the ad- additional opportunities that they're thriving, right? Clearly a, a player's coach, isn't he? I mean, I know when you sort of asked that question in that press conference a few years ago to to Buford and to, yeah. to Wani there, I mean, you could just tell by the way that, you know, Chase sort of had his back in those questions. And I've kind of noticed him a few times on the broadcast feeds. You'll see, you know, Wani go over and have a quick word to him and there seems to be a really sort of positive relationship there. So I guess that's that's definitely on the plus side for them, isn't it, with that, that coaching? Yep. Yep, totally, man. I agree with you. And, hey, look, I've heard it through the grapevine that Matt Mooney is going to be the guy that we're going to pick up. Another guard. I'm not sure that that's what we need. I'd, I'd, I'd prefer a big man. Lala, do you know a little bit about Matt Mooney? He just had a couple of 10-day contracts with the New York Knicks. No, I don't. All right. So it looks like um, through our sources that it's it's a possibility that Matt Mooney is going to be the guy that uh, re- replaces RJ Hunter, Rob. So, um, what do you know about Matt Mooney? I don't know much about him either, Woods. I heard, you, obviously, you and, um, and Gazy mentioned him on last week's show. But, yeah, we might leave it to you, mate. What do you know about him? Me and Lala, I don't know much. He's a shooter, right? Um he comes with um, one skill set that RJ Hunter was going to bring, which was that outside scoring. Mm-hmm. Um, and as Gazy said last week, you know, if you're if we're playing that positionless brand of basketball, um, and you know, we saw Matteo Maker had an all right little run on the court, so maybe they're just going to run with the, the Maker Maker brothers. And uh, is this like any um, relation to to my boy Tom Moody as well? Or what? Tom Moody, no, it's Mooney, Matt Mooney, Mooney. right? Ah, Actually, Mooney. what we need is a John Mooney, not a Matt Mooney, ah, right? So that would be a better fit for okay. us, right? Well, I definitely yeah. know nothing about him. All right, so continue, okay. sorry. All right, awesome. So um, looking forward to getting out of the game with you. And it's fitting that we did our reviews just before the game between the Wildcats and the Kings definitely. as well, man. So nice. All right, so um, I might just quickly bring up the draw for, for the next round and let's just quickly uh, give our tips, guys, if you're 
good with that. Definitely. Um, I think I this week's round finishes tonight, doesn't it? That's right uh, now, as we're speaking. Yeah, it is, so isn't it? It's Brisbane. I've and, actually uh, taped the game on ESPN, so once I'm done, I'm going to nice. watch it. So. Nice. You guys see that? All good. All right. Let's, do you want to take us through them, Robbie? Take us through them. How yeah, about sweet. It? All right. So tomorrow, I guess the first game of this round is the, the Hawks and the Wildcats. So, look, potentially that, that is one of the games of the rounds there, I guess. But, um, look, I'm probably going to do something I don't normally do and maybe pick the Hawks for that. I think the Wildcats have sort of been on this road trip a while. It's going to continue. Um, I think the Hawks will want revenge. But, yeah, what about you guys? Who, who are you liking for that game? Hello. I'm going to go the Wildcats just to, just to stick with your team, mate. Uh but yeah, I understand what you're saying, and, and not being at home and things like that it might might really yeah. affect them. So yeah, Woody Wildcats for me too. Interesting. All right, so the next game. So this is Friday night. We've got the the Jack Jumpers playing against the Thirty Sixers. I've got to say, the Thirty Sixers are one team. I feel like I can't get too much of a read on this year. Um, what was that message I sent you the other night, Woods? They've got the worst import combination in the league. I know you do like Hannah's a bit more than me, but honestly, from what they're getting from their two imports, they only stuck with... Oh, actually, they've got Manny Malou, but he's basically not playing, so it feels like there is only two at the moment. So, Well, Manny Malou's not an import. He's actually okay. Australian. So why don't they go and get another import if the two they've got aren't that good? No, I'm with you, man. I'm with you. I'm it with seems you. a funny roster, the way it's been put together. I feel a little bit sorry for CJ Bruton, actually. He's just got this weird mix of players that have sort of come into this team. So, look, I guess for that reason, I'll go the Jack Jumpers for that. Um, Lala, who do you like for that one for the Friday game? Well, I think I'll go Jack Jumpers too. They're at home in this game, by the looks of it. Yeah, so yeah. let's go to the home team. That's going to be one ugly game to watch, man. I'm going to go Adelaide, though. So it could be like yeah. 70 to 66 or something. Uh-huh. Yep. Nice. Um, next game after that, I like this game as well. So we've got Cairns playing against Illawarra on Saturday. So Illawarra have got a, another couple of games this round. But, yeah, look, I'll, it's probably hard for me not to pick Illawarra. As I said, I wasn't very impressed with Cairns. They're really treading water with Scott Machado out at the moment. You know, they're making you know guys that just aren't ball handlers sort of play the point guard position. So I'm going to say Hawks quite easily in that game. Um, what do you reckon, Woods? Yeah, I'm, I'm with you, man. Um, I mean, if Machado's back, it might even things up. Do, do you know a little bit about the injury situation there with, with Kent? And, and if, if Machado's I haven't heard back? that he's that close to getting back. So, I, yeah, I, I'm not sure if it'll be this weekend. But, they, geez, they need him back desperately, don't they? Yeah, they need more from Keanu Pinder in the starting lineup. He was uh, not too good he last night. He looked good night, with so. his hair out in the second half, didn't he? Oh, I love his rat stay. That block yeah. that he did. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that was, that was big. Two blocks, two steals, so nice. What yeah. about that game, Lalo? Got any, any I'll, difference? I'll, go the, I'll go the Hawks too, guys. Yeah, go the Hawks yeah. as well. Cool. All right, so I guess we go to Saturday. So I like this game as well. We've got the Brisbane Bullets at home against Southeast Melbourne. Uh, I know they've sort of played fairly recently as well. Um, Franks was pretty, pretty decent in that game. Hmm, I'm going to say Brisbane at home for that one for me. Who's next? I think I'll go Southeast Melbourne on this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, only because I've seen probably a bit more of their gameplay. So, uh, you know, it's just me me taking bias that way. Yeah, look, this is not going to be the game of the round. Obviously, the Kings and the Wildcats, but it's going to be a damn good game, man. It's hard to choose this one. I think Brisbane just looked so bad against Sydney last Sunday. I'm going to go with Lala on this one, Southeast mm-hmm. Melbourne. Fair call. Um, and the next round, uh, next game after that, we've got the 36ers against Melbourne United. Um, yeah, as I mentioned, I'm not sort of too high on 36ers this year, so I'll, I'll take United in that game. Um, Lala, who you like for that one? Yeah, we'll go United too. Looking at that oh. nice five win streak yeah, they've got going there, so, yeah. Yeah, And Delhi's just, you know, stepping it up, man, doing whatever he can. That to make game he had the other week was his career high in any capacity. So he never in got any that capacity. much in Mary's. He never got that much in the NBA. Like, that's crazy, right? Wow. He got 32 at St. Mary's, right? So this 33-point mm. game was his career high in any form of basketball, man. So, who, who would have predicted um, that? Yeah. yeah. 
Um, all right, so cool. So I got Melbourne. Yeah, go, okay. All right, then we go on to the next game, Woods. So I believe it's 3 p.m. on Sunday. Uh, you'll be coming out with the Clayton family as you do every year. So, yeah, Sydney yep. against the Wildcats. Um, I'll be rocking my brand-new Vic Law jersey. I told you that already. Um, I'll be I'll be rocking my brand-new Xavier Cooks jersey. Nice. And you know who I'm tipping? The Kings, <laughs> yeah, baby. Fact, we won't even give a prediction for this. Lala, who do you want? Because you know who we're both going to pick. Well, I think I've got to go Kings. i got to go oh, Kings. Thanks, Lala. Fair enough, fair enough. All right, then we come to the last game of the round. So this is um, it's a New Zealand home game, but it is being played in Tasmania. So we've got the Breakers against the Jack Jumpers. That How ridiculous a... is that, by the way? Mm, it's not mm. very fair for New Zealand, is it? I mean, really. <laughs> okay. um, you know what? I'm going to pick New Zealand. I'm going to say they, they fire up for this game. Um, Yanni Wetzel to have a big one there. And that's their only game in the round, isn't it? After they've mm. missed that game last like round. So they'll probably be pretty fresh and ready to go. So I'll take the Breakers. Um, who do you boys like for that last game? Yeah, I'll go Breakers. Same reasons, yeah. Yeah. Hey, hey, just quickly, Robbie, um, when we did our predictions for the awards at the start of the season for the NBL, Mm. you chose Xavier Ruthven Mays as your sixth man of the year, and I chose J-Mart, right? Mm -hmm. And those two are are probably the front runners, so good job there. I think a few of those predictions are looking okay at this stage, aren't they? A few of them. Yeah. Yeah. How's uh, Joe Chi for MVP going? Wasn't that one of them? That was. I think the big one for that is he needs to keep playing more games. He's missed a couple of games. He had a, like a random, what they said was a, a gastro or non-COVID-related injury yesterday. So we need to see him get out there. He's playing great when he's there. But, I mean, look, if I could probably change it now, I might, um, Lala. But, hey, it was a good call at the start. And it's, yeah, it's, you, yeah, never you never know. I just think it's hard yeah. when you're playing with Mitch Creek, who's probably going to eventually probably get you know get more votes than, than she will. But, yeah. First import to get cut quickly before we move on. Um, got to be Withers from the 36ers, right? Yeah, I'm with you. Got to be. Him. Is there anyone else from any other team that stands out? I mean, the Adelaide guys seem sort of clear to me. I can't really think of anyone else that's not playing that well for the other Macintosh team. from Tasmania, maybe. Yeah, he's like a foul waiting to happen, that bloke, isn't he? My goodness. Yeah. It's like a bull in a china shop. He gets the ball and just takes out about three people on the way to the basket and then gets surprised that they've called a charge foul. <laughs> yep, yep, yeah. yep. Yeah. All right. So now we're going to get to the next segment of our show. Um, we got Lala here to do this. I'm really excited about this, guys. But we're going to get into our all star selections. So let me just uh bring up looking that forward slide. to this too. It should be good. Mm. Hopefully, yes. that might be too controversial, but yeah, it might be. You never know. Yeah. So, uh, as a guest on the show, Lala, do you want to take us away? Yeah, let's do it. So, I think right. you, you went through your, your selections uh last week or week before uh, for the starters. Um, and we're all looking pretty much the same, right? I guess uh, now with mm. the injury to Durant, we've obviously made some subs. Yeah. Um, and I've brought in Butler. Uh, I think he's having a great season. And we did, we talked about this just before the cast today. And, um, you know, yep. does team record matter or in, in all-star selection or not? Um, I don't think it does, but Jimmy Butler does make the Heat a lot better. Um, and, and Number you know, one team in the East right now as well. I yeah, think. so... Yeah. Um, you know, that's why he gets my vote and, you know, the Heat, Heat are a great team. And, you know, when he was out, the team, I mean, look, again, that this doesn't help his all-star selection, but the Heat are playing great even when he was off the court. So, um, no, I think, I think it's, 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 it's a tricky one, right? I mean, look, you guys tell us why, why you guys got Tatum. 
I guess for me, I mean, look, I don't think Tatum's been amazing this year. He's obviously had a great sort of last game when he went for 50, but his percentage and, and you know, his shooting numbers are down across the board. But I don't know, that that um, front court in the East was really hard. And it's probably a bit of a concern. I might mention it later. Just is the positioning for these picks there. I just mm. think, you know, it should be a little bit more flexible. I mean, DeMar DeRozan is a guard, really? Like, yeah. really? Like, yeah. you know, surely we could put DeMar DeRozan into the front court where he actually plays all of his minutes and has done for so, quite some time now and potentially yeah. get another guard in there. But that's for whatever reason the way the, the NBA people sort of do it there. But how are you sort of feeling about Tatum there? Woods, were you, were you confident or, or sort of comfortable yeah, putting look, him there? Or? No, not really. Just lack of a, a better option there. I think with Butler, he's played maybe 28, 29. I can't remember the exact amount out of the, yeah. the game. So I just thought Tatum... And look, it's fitting, man. In the in the last little period, not just the fifty point game, but in the last little period, he's actually, you know, improved his play quite a bit. And uh, you know, he's done. This is more a, a selection for the work that he's done in previous years leading up to this, right? Well, I read yesterday that the Celtics basically had a similar record at this stage last year, and and um, Brown and Tatum both made it, which was sort of pretty interesting to hear. So mm. we'll obviously find out if either of us have any of us have got Brown on that list there. But yeah, yeah well, let's move on to the reserves then, shall let's we? So. Um, Rob, do you want to take us away there with your selections? And Yeah, sure. So obviously the reserves there. Um, so we're looking at the East there. So I guess my two, so the way they do this, just for the people that aren't familiar, you've got to choose two backcourt, three frontcourt, and then two wildcards. So- and, and Robbie, just for the people who, who are listening to the podcast and actually can't see this graphic on the mm-hmm. screen, maybe you can go through your, uh, your, yeah, no, absolutely. your whole selection. All yeah. right, so the guys I've got for my set of reserves. So in the backcourt, I've got James Harden. And for those that can see it, that's a great picture of him there. Um, and I've got my boy, Zach Levine. Um, yeah, I was actually wearing his jersey this morning, actually. So yeah, my boy, Zach Levine. Um, in the front court, I've got Butler. Um, I've got Chris Middleton, who, who neither of you guys had. I just think... Um, Again, a little bit like Tatum. His numbers have been a little bit down from last year, but I still think he's an absolutely vital cog to that Milwaukee team there, and I'm, I'm a big Chris Middleton fan. Um, and then it's interesting, we've all picked first-time All-Star um, Miles Bridges to make the team there. So, yeah. look, I would have loved to have sort of been able to put John Collins on that spot there, boys, but the truth is he just hasn't been playing probably as good as he can be this season. So yeah. Bridges brings it absolutely every night. So I notice a lot of the experts aren't having him in the team there, which is... Right, maybe somewhat surprising. Um, and look, in terms, of, you know, everyone wanted to get a couple of Cavs, uh, Cavs in there. I've just got the one. So for my wild card spots, I went a couple of backcourt guys there. So I went Darius Garland and I went Fred Van Vliet, um, who will both be be first time All Stars if they make it. Um, that's probably where I am. Do you want to know my snubs now, Woods, or we're we going to do that sort of at the end and say, okay, no, go for it, man. While, you, while, while yep. you're talking, yeah. of course. So, look, my snubs for the East, um, look, probably more an apology. Jalen Brown, I don't think he was sort of close to making it. Um, Domus Sabonis, I'm a big fan of that guy. He's obviously played yep. quite a few of the last All Star games, so he was potentially unlucky not to make it. You know, I would have liked to have get him in there. And the other person I have, obviously, is Jared Allen as well. Um, to be honest, I couldn't just justify having two Cavs on that team. Um, so I, I ended up going Garland for my selection there. But, yeah, that's where I'm looking at in, in the East there, boys. No, oh, I like it. I like it, Rob. Salala, so would you like to take us through yes. your selections in so, the East? Yeah, again, for those who can't see, I've got um, James Harden and Levine as my backcourt, same as Robbie. Uh, for the obvious reasons, I mean, they're, they're playing great. Um, it, it, and, and even... Levine could have even been a starter, I guess, in this. In this, to be honest, it, it was either him or DeRozan, or, right? Yeah, him or DeRozan, and even Trey. Like the, you could mix those up, and it would would have been sure. perfectly okay. I think they've all had outstanding years. Um, so because I had Butler starting, I've I've got Tatum 
coming in as a reserve. Mm-hmm. Um, similar reasons to as we've discussed. He's had a, he's he's coming good, and he is a he is an all star player, I think, and he's definitely played better than Jalen Brown this year, I think. Who again, I think, is a snub. He's just on the fringe. Uh, you know, maybe he just didn't do enough. He has had a few big games, but I don't know. Again, like you say, I, I, uh, like you said about the Cavs not having two players, I couldn't put two Celtics mm. into the All-Star East. Um, I put in Jared Allen and, and Miles Bridges, as you mentioned, uh, first time. I mean, he's having a, like a breakout year. I mean, MIP, I think, is his to, to lose right now. Yep. I'm not sure mm. if you guys agree or disagree. Yeah. Um, and Jared Allen, he's, he's like holding the fort at the Cavs and playing great. And I think a large part of their success. Um, and the wild cards, we've got Garland and Van Vliet as well. Uh, both, again, just having steady Freddies, just, you know, really breaking out the last probably month or two, I think, mm. playing really good. And, it's been a big and, push from Toronto to get him in that game. So every time you uh, listen to one of their games, I don't stop talking about it, do yeah, they? Yeah, they love him. <laughs> um, and, and Garland, yeah, like spectacular. I kind of wish that he'd been playing this way all season. Um, that would have made starter selection much harder. I think mm. he's like, he's having a phenomenal season. Um, but yeah, Woods, who you got? Yeah, look, um, yeah, just before I give mine, Lala, you must be really happy to see Jared Allen, um, you know, former Brooklyn develop Nets, the way he has, man. Yeah, man. You know, from his time with your Brooklyn Nets to, to where he's got today, that must be really yeah, you know, pleasing for you to see him come along this way, right? Exactly. Wishing he was still on the Nets, you know, he would be, he'd be great there. We're, we're lacking that that center force that he is. So, um, yeah, man, uh, he, he's doing great. And especially on a team where they are just so tall. Like, they have so many, like, Mobley's having a great year and, and you know, Mark and... Larry Bird playing Larry small Bird. forward at seven foot. Yeah. On that so Cavs long, thing yeah. there, boys, did you see that they were the first team that passed their Vegas um, win total prediction last week? So already? Their win total prediction was wow. 26... Um, and they already passed that with like some 35 games to go. So fair to say they probably surprised a few people this season. Yeah. Shout so. out to Kevin Love, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's yeah. having a good year too. It's good to see him. All right. Kind of back to former glory. What do you Definitely. hear you got? Yep. So I'll just quickly go through mine, guys. So I've got Harden and Levine just like you and um, Darius Garland and uh, Fred Van Vliet as my wild card. So um, our choices didn't really defer there. Um, Robbie and me have got Butler coming uh, in the front court off the bench as you had him in the starting lineup, Lala. So no difference there. Uh, the difference with me was um, I went with Jared Allen ahead of Chris Middleton. Um, and I'm also, I've also got um, Miles Bridges there. So, um, yeah, pretty similar in the East. There's, there's a few discrepancies between our selections, but um, I think we're on the right track. I, I guess in terms of my snubs, uh, I would have liked to get Chris Middleton in there. Um, I actually thought about bringing him as a wild card in instead of Freddie Van Vliet. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, this guy's undrafted, Robbie Lala. And, and for him to forge the career, career that he has, it's just been incredible. And I think this is just reward for how he's developed as a player over the last few years. And, um, you know, he's, he's basically the main guy on that Toronto Raptors team now. So mm-hmm. um, I think it's well deserved. Hey, Woods or Lala, did either of you guys consider Drew Holiday? I know he was kind of in the back yeah, of my mind. I think he's, he was. He's, the difference when yeah. he plays for the Bucks compared to when he's off the court is one of the biggest sort of differentials in the league. But yeah, yeah I found it hard not having him in there as well. And I kind of also thought about Lamelo Ball too, just given that yeah. it's an All Star game, he would have been fun yeah. to watch. But you know, you yeah. can't. I think a lot of people got Lamelo Ball in there, man. Yeah. You know, a lot yeah. of pundits. He'll so, get the fan yeah. votes, I think. But yeah, whether he actually gets through. Um, another one I had was Tyler Hero. He's he was on mm-hmm. the fringe for me. Damn. Um, yeah. I think Oof. he's his numbers are almost identical to Miles Bridges. So 
it's funny, a lot of those big teams or the high-up teams in the East, I think Brooklyn's probably the only one, obviously, KD won't play, that'll have multiple people make it. You know, you look at Philadelphia, one player. Um, you look at Miami, we only think one player will make it. Um, you know, so a lot of those teams, Chicago it's interesting. Bill Walker, one, one player, you know, so it's, yeah. it's interesting. They're normally sort of those teams that are up the top, they're automatically going to get two. Sometimes mm. we've seen three in the past. So very evenly spread out this year, which I like. Yeah. yeah. Well, Lala makes a good point. Chicago's got, you know, Levine and DeRozan as well, mm. Rob. So that's that's... That's good, at least. They deserve it. Yeah. All right. Um, so let's just move on now to our starters in the West. Um, nothing's really changed since we presented these uh, in, in, a, in a, a couple of episodes ago Ago when we went through our starters, guys. But um, yeah, quickly, Lala, Robbie, do you just want to touch on... Actually, Lala, do you just want to go through all three of them? We won't spend too much time on this and where the discrepancies are. That's all. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we've all got Steph Curry starting in the backcourt for the West. Um our, but we're all different on the second person. Um, mm. Woody's got Chris Paul, Robbie's got Mitchell, and I've got Morant. Um, I think all equally uh, acceptable here. Uh, Robbie might debate the, the Chris Paul one, but we'll talk about that later. Um, and then in the front court, um, James and Jokic, I think, you know, are givens, um, both MVP candidates, I think. And then uh, Woody differed from me and Robbie um, and having Gobert. Uh, which I think also is, is a good selection. Uh, we've mm. got Towns, who's, who's kind of really come good at, at this the kind of second quarter of the season, I think. He kind of started a little slow, but he's, he's come good, right, Woods? Yeah, and the team's playing well as well, so he deserves that. Yeah. So I'm not going to argue with you there. Um, all right, let's move over to our reserves in the West. Uh, you mentioned, I'll just quickly go through mine, guys. You mentioned Carl anthony Towns. Lala, that he's starting for you and Robbie. Well, I've, I've had him... Um, on the bench in my front court alongside Draymond Green and Brandon Ingram. I just think he's really taken strides on the defensive end this year. And although the uh, Pelicans haven't been great, I think Ingram has sort of becoming a little bit more of a two-way player. And I think he he, he deserves that all-star selection. Um, in the backcourt, I've gone with Ja Morant uh, and Donovan Mitchell, the guys that um, respectively you guys had in the starting lineup. I think Robbie had Mitchell and, and Lala had at John Morant. So I've got both those guys in my backcourt. And as a wild card, I've gone with Devin Booker. He's he's just been, you know, terrific and just continued on um, with what Phoenix did last year. Him and Chris Paul have been instrumental in the Phoenix Suns doing so well this year. So he deserves that. And um, my main man, actually, I'm going to say it right now, even though I'm a Hawker for life, man, I'm a Haw- Hawks man for life. My favorite player in the NBA right now is DeJounte Murray. Right, I can't believe I don't have his jersey, Robbie. I'm gonna get one, but I got Dejounte Murray as my as my wild card um, there, and my snub is Luca. Man, he's not on there. He's not on there. I'm sorry. No, like I don't know. I, I don't have room for Luca on my my starting lineup, Robbie. Yeah, so. cool. Interesting. It's funny. I actually found the West reserves quite a lot harder than the East. I don't know if you guys found the same, but I felt same. there was a few sort of there. So yeah, I guess just sort of quickly with mine. Um, I've got Jar Moran and Devin Booker as my backcourt there. Um, Look, you know, I did select my starters a few weeks ago. I could probably say maybe Morant's potentially overtaken Donovan Mitchell now, but look, I'm happy. As long as they're there in the game, I don't think it matters who starts. Um, I've got Draymond as my first front court player. Now, we're probably noting that he will probably miss the game, so I'll tell you who I'll have as a replacement for him. Um, I've also got Anthony Davis in there, which you boys don't. So he actually came back today for the Lakers, but um, watch this space. We've got at least two more weeks in, uh, for him to pick up another injury before that All-Star game starts, so would not shock um, anyone in the world if that happens, obviously. Uh, well, um, I picked big Jonas Valanciunas to play in his first uh, All-Star JV. game. JV. 
I think he's had a great year for the for the Pels there, and I like the way he's gone. Obviously, you guys have had Ingram. I wanted to sort of take um, take Big Jonas there, so that's my guy there. The wildcard spots is when I found it quite hard. Um, look, you can see one notable name there, and look, I know I'll probably get a few a little bit of hate mail about this one, but I don't have Chris Paul. Um, he's probably made me look a little bit stupid with that game he had yesterday, which is or the, the day, a few days ago, his best game of the season. But yep. look, in terms of, you know, I think his numbers have been great and the team's playing well, but I just think in terms of overall numbers, my personal opinion is that I prefer to have Luca, who's certainly fired up of late, and Woody's boy, uh, DeJounte, who's just been so consistent Thank all you, year. Thank you, Robbie. So, yeah, so that's who I've got for that team. And look, I am expecting Draymond. Well, Draymond won't play in that game. So look, maybe I'll just chuck Chris Paul. We'll, we'll get into that okay, yeah. after Lala goes through his. And we'll all select our yeah. replacements for so, Draymond look, if he's ter- not playing. Sure. And yeah. in terms of um, snubs for me, look, obviously Chris Paul, I've mentioned that. Um, Anthony Edwards, I thought, was someone that was, you know, definitely Agreed, a fair man. chance. Right. He might have made that sort of spot. I think he was listed as a backcourt player as well. So again, these positions aren't doing me any favours. Mm. Um, and also probably Rudy Gobert and maybe a slight shout out to, to Andrew Wiggins as well um you know he has had a pretty good year Wiggins maybe one of his more solid careers in terms of you know overall numbers and efficiency but I just couldn't find a spot for him there so yeah that's, hey, that's Robbie fine. just before we move on to Lala I just got to say man three players that you've been vocally critical of over the years are Draymond Green Anthony Davis and Luka Doncic. Mm-hmm. You got all three in your team, man. I wouldn't say I've been overly critical on Luka Doncic. I think that's a little harsh. But, yeah, you're right on the other two. I'm not massive fans of either Draymond or Davis. But Draymond, for me, I mean, look, he'll probably be on um, – he'll have Lala's name on his list now because I know he can recall all the players that, you know, got drafted over him in that, that sort of time when he first got drafted. So I think he's been great. He's really been the backbone of that team there. Anthony Davis, I didn't feel good about it, Woods, but if you look at his numbers this year, I found it sort of hard to argue. We obviously expect quite a lot from him. His numbers have been pretty decent, so it's just a matter of him, you know, actually playing a few weeks in a row and actually, you know, maybe toughening up a little bit. So, yeah. 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 For me, I've got um, Mitchell and Booker as a reserve backcourt. Yeah. Uh, that's pretty straightforward. Um, and for the front court, I've got Gobert, um, Ingram, so same as Woody. Uh, for the same reasons, I think, you know, with that hole that Zion's not there and he's really had to step up and he's playing great. Um, JV is a good good, good choice there too, like Robbie's had. Um, but I'm not a big fan of Draymond Green. That's probably a part of why I don't have him in my reserve list. He, he has been great. Um, but again, he's, like you just said about the numbers not being great for Chris Paul, Draymond's kind of the same as well. He's, they don't show up in a stat line, but I know he affects the game a lot for, for Golden also State. Lala. Um, but I couldn't put him in maybe partly because I don't like him as much, but also, um, I don't think he's played enough games though. He's been injured for quite a while now too. Um, so yeah, I, I went with Wiggins who as I thought has been really, um, had been a good season so far. Uh, his shooting efficiency is great. Um, his numbers are looking good and, and, you know, to me, he's been the second best player on that Golden State team. He's got a really good record at the moment. Um, so I, I had to put him on there and... You know, it'd be good to give him his first All-Star appearance too. Mm. First and only. Who knows? Hopefully we keep seeing Andrew Wiggins go up. I mean, it's been a long time coming. I don't know if you agree with me, but he's one of those guys that we've always seen the potential, but it's kind of never happened, right? So it's good. Probably needed to put up some of those stats on a good team like he's doing this time, isn't it? I mean, he's he's averaging the 20s before, but pretty sort of empty calories there. But yeah, I think that's a good good choice, man. Yeah. And then for the wildcards, I've got Chris Paul. Um, again, similar to White with Draymond, you know, it's not always just numbers, but 
he affects that team winning so much. So leadership it, as yeah, well. The leadership, it's a sentimental point, pick, as I said. Point guard. In the previous episode, he deserves it. The yeah. point guard. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and and Doncic, just because again, he's he's really hitting his stride um, now in the last kind of month or so. He was a bit slow at the start of the season. The, and the Mavs weren't playing too good, but maybe that's a coaching thing as well. New coach, um, you know, getting putting is uh, more involved as well. I mean, they're Definitely. all they're all starting to play a lot better. So. I couldn't really leave him out. He, he's probably going to be one of the greats of all time come end of his career. So I think he's got to be here. Yeah, thanks, Lala. And just before we move on, Robbie, to our replacements for Draymond Green, I know no, Lala doesn't have Draymond Green in his lineup. Lala, I just want to ask you about Andrew Wiggins, right? Mm-hmm. People have been very critical of him in the past about um, not turning up and, uh, you know, not giving 100%. Must be really good to see. Just like well, I spoke about Jared Allen and the way he's developed. Wiggins coming into a system uh, and an environment uh, under Steve Kerr and having teammates like Draymond Green and Steph Curry, it's been really good for his development. It has it? been, 100%. And when you play along alongside All-Stars like, you know, Steph Curry, and, you know, they have championship aspirations this year, so he can't totally yep. can't be half-assing this year. So I think uh, maybe maybe there was more to, more to what's going on at, at the Timberwolves, you know, locker room in terms of, who scores and who doesn't. And, you know, I think it helps that he's actually up. playing some form of defense this year too. Yeah, I've always yeah. been really critical of someone that's so athletic like him that's just a liability on defense. So I think he's definitely improved in that aspect as well this yeah. season. And coming yeah. out of college, Robbie, that was the one thing about Wiggins that everyone spoke about, exactly. how good a defender he was. So and that's why I get it with guys like that, Woods. To me, there's no excuse. If you're that athletic, you're fast up and down the court and you can jump that high, I'm sorry, but there's no excuses for not being good at defense. Oh, you save that for guys good. like Joe Ingles or guys that are slow, I can't get off the ground or whatever. They've maybe got a bit more of an excuse, but people like Wiggins, I've never understood it. So glad he's finally actually sort of stepping up on that end of the court. Yeah, I'm with both you guys on that, yeah. right? Um, okay, so as well though, Anthony Edwards, yeah, I think he was on yeah. the on the cusp as well. Can't really think of any other names on the top of my head. Jeez, he's fun to watch, Lala. He's great, and Edwards, he? right? And so he's still who, growing who, apparently. Who are we putting in for for um for Draymond then? I might just say Chris was... Paul, and they can just put a, a backcourt guy in for him. Well, okay, so you're thinking um just anyone? Well, no, you're gonna have yeah. to you're gonna have to you're gonna have to put Doncic into the front court, right? And I, then I bring Paul in as a wild card. Yeah, I'll go with right? that. Right? Yeah. What about you guys? I'm surprised you didn't have have room for Rudy Gobert there, Robbie. But um, mm. uh, I think Luca is going to come in for me, man. I was v- very hard pressed to actually leave Luca out of my team, um, so I'll I'll bring Luca in there for 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 Draymond. He's a front court player, Luca, isn't he? Uh, he's a back court player, which again is just strange. There should be a little mm. bit more leeway, I guess, with guys like that. I mean, yes, he does play guard, but the guy's six foot eight and quite often sort of, you know, defense is playing, you know, as a forward or something like that. So, yeah. Well, yeah, I'd bring Jonas Valanciunas in then if there were, that was a problem. Do you know what I mean? Like, just like you, right? Um, because if you need to re- replace De- Draymond Green with another front court player, I can't really bring in Booker or Murray to the front court, right? So mm. I, I couldn't bring in Doncic, so I'd probably have to bring in JV as well. Two Pelicans players, sounds weird, but yeah, that's the way I'd go. Lala doesn't actually even have Draymond Green, Don't so he doesn't need to yeah. replace him. So. Yeah. yeah. Um, but right, Dave, thanks, Dave, Davis is a good pick too. Sorry, I'm sorry to cut you off, Woods. But yeah, yeah no worries. Go I just ahead. feel like I don't know. Has how many games has he even played this season? I feel like he's missed quite a lot of time. Not enough. Not but enough. Yeah, that's why opinion. I don't really have him mm. there. As no, fair cool. And again, yeah, just injuries. Who knows? Um, and I, yeah. Anyway, yeah, good to see. Let's go. Thanks, guys. All right. So now we're going to get to the favorite part of the show. <laughs> 
for me, Robbie. It's, Do I uh, need to warn Lala? I mean, I know he's nah, watched the I'm, show. I'm but... pumped, man. Oh, you're pumped as well. To so this. You're pumped. happy but for Woody to, to be carrying on. Go, this go, go, Woody. Go I can't, can't wait. But just, hey, Lars, why don't you tell the audience a little bit about you rummaging around in your garage the other day and what you found <laughs> yeah, I went before through, we do this? went through some old boxes. You know, you inspired me with all this, all this pop and pack. So I went through an old box of cards that I found, you know, old Ultra Fleas. I found all these awesome rookie cards. And I found a whole collection of NBL cards, which I sent you photos of, and Gazy, this awesome Gazy card, and a Coach Wes Unsell card. Plenty of classics in there, man. Even some college cards. I had a uh, Jalen Rose and a Jawan Howard like college card I found. It was pretty interesting, but it was really nice to kind of bring back all those kind of memories of all the cards that I used to collect in the 90s but and see them. They were actually in, in decent condition, so it was really good. So I'm pumped for this, man. And for the audience, um, when Lala actually sent the image of all the cards he had on our WhatsApp group, there was one specific Perth Wildcat NBL player that he had. Who was that, Robbie, that, that you loved seeing? my boy, the great Eric Watterson. So, yeah, those that sort of have heard me over the years, he's one of my all-time favourite Wildcats. Certainly wasn't someone that, you know, filled up the, the box scores on the score sheet, but I just love the way that guy went about it. I'm just an amazing guy as well and the times I've met him over the years. So, shout out to Watto. Nice. I'll save that and, card for you, man. I'll bring thanks, it to you. And watch this space. We've got some NBL cards for pop and packs in the next few weeks as well, guys. So that's going to hey, be... Hey, Woods, classic packs. We don't want to steal Lee. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. No I was just going to say, yeah. the, the, the No Dunk guys Sorry, Lee. Brought, Shout brought out back. to Lee, but yeah, we've Shout got our own Shout out to Lee, yeah. My apologies, Lee. All right. I, I wonder if, classic if, packs. if you guys have inspired him because they've brought back pop and packs. They have, uh, haven't they? Yeah. No Dunk. So <laughs> maybe it was you. Maybe it was you, Woody and Robbie. So yeah, let's do it. So Here we, we go. The 90... 91-92 hoop series, which we did with Liam. Robbie, it's the last one of the, that I've got. So yep. hopefully we get as good a pack as we got with Liam last time. So mm -hmm. Lala, if you don't know, I'm going to... It's a brand new pack, by the way, guys. Yes. It's not a stitch up as Gazy thought, right? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to uh, give you a little bit of fun facts if I can. And you can see if uh, you can guess the player before I uh, put it up on the screen. Um, occasionally no we get guys... No way I'm that... guessing before Robbie. Robbie will see it. <laughs> We'll see a number know. and no, he knows, encyclopedia. All right. Uh, someone who Shaq dunked on when he was at New York and he wasn't Chris happy Dudley. at all, man. <laughs> Chris Dudley. Nice. Also one Chris of the worst Dudley. free throw shooters in NBA history, Chris Dudley. Yeah. Right. Fun fact. What was his career percentage in free throw shooting? Was Robbie? it in the 30s maybe, I'm going to say? Have a look for us while I bring out that yeah, rest. Yeah, I'm going to say it was like 30s or 40s, but yeah, let me just quite check that. There, he was a big unit, wasn't he, Chris Dudley? That's for sure. Yeah. Okay, I'll just check that for you. What do we got? Ooh, I think he might have just got in the 41% career. Ah, there you go. 45%. Sorry, 45. But look, he had some years where he was well and truly in the 30s, like probably seven seasons where he shot 30-something percent. So imagine the hacker Dudley they would have done if they were doing that back then. Now, we've pulled this guy's card, I think, maybe in the last week or two, Robbie. He's banned from Madison Square Garden. And, Oak. and he's in the card with Detlef Shrimp on the paces. Very good. Charles yeah, Oakley, baby. Card. Yeah, I don't, I don't think Detlef Shrimp would have been getting that rebound, by the way. I think Oakley had that. <laughs> no chance, man. <laughs> Shout out to Detlef Shrimp, guest star on Parks and Recreation. Big time, yeah. Right? Yep. All right. Uh, this is one that I don't know. Orlando Magic's guard forward, Jerry Reynolds. Uh, yeah, Jerry Ice Reynolds, I think his nickname was. Um, was it? Yeah, I don't know a lot about him. I do remember him from sort of those Magic teams in that sort of era there. So, um, probably about the Louisiana best State, man. Best yeah. I can do on that one for you there. But um, yeah. 
Average 12.9 points a game with Orlando in 1991. So, mm-hmm. you know, not bad. All right. Yeah, it was ice. I, I His lo- nickname was ice. So was it? I, I love this guy. Sixers forward Armon Gilliam. Oh, big Armon, yep. Also played with the Nets back in the day, didn't he? Um, and maybe Phoenix maybe as well? Or... But, yeah, uh, yep. he was a big sort of inside presence. He played with Barkley and... And those guys in the 90s, so yeah, Southpaw, if I'm not mistaken, right? I don't know whether he was a left shooting with a right hand there. No, he's yeah, shooting with a right hand, a my bad, yeah. my bad, my bad. Yeah. And fun fact, Armon, A R M O N, he changed that to what? I don't know. Amen, oh, really? A R M E N, Amen, later on in his career, right? All right, former coach in the NBA, um. Forward from the Minnesota Timberwolves. Not a very good coach, right? Uh, Sam Mitchell. Tyrone oh, Corbin. Ty Corbin, a former Atlanta Hawk there, Woods. Yeah, I liked um, Ty when he was with the Hawks. Also had a, uh, some time with the Utah Jazz as well. So, yeah, I didn't mind Ty Corbin back in the day. Okay, leave this one for Lala because I think mm. he can get this, right? Oh, don't, no. be, don't be too Pressure. greedy, right? Pressure. Phoenix Suns point guard. Played alongside Dan Marley. Played alongside Charles Barkley. Kevin Johnson? Under it. Kevin Johnson. Nice. KJ. I like it. I like him. He was I a like former it. mayor of Sacramento as well. He sort of got into yep. politics later in his career. But, yeah, I think he was drafted by the, the Cavs, wasn't he? And then got traded sort of yep. early on in his career to Phoenix. But, yeah, love that. Remember that dunk he did over a came too, down the baseline? Huge dunk. Hell, yeah. yeah. And when we speak of Alex English being underrated and not spoken about enough mm-hmm. in the annals of history, Kevin Johnson's another guy we need to speak about a little yeah. bit. I might more, have to right? rock a KJ jersey in a future episode there, Woods. How many All-Star games, by the way? Mm, one? say Two. One or none? I don't, I don't know, man. You guys right, I'm, 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 uh, I'm going to say one or none. Let me just confirm that. The answer is, oh, okay, three times. So we're a bit off on that one. Five-time All-NBA as well. So pretty fair effort there. All right. We've got a, a guard forward from the Blazers who had his he- fair share of history with drug problems uh, in the NBA, but then he came out of it uh, better off for it. All right. We got... Portland Trailblazers, Walter Davis. Wow, that's a blast from the past, yeah. Walter yep. Davis. I don't have a lot of fun facts on him there, Woods, but no, I remember him well. Yep, yep. You can use him on uh, 2K22 nice. in uh, my team. So, yeah. <laughs> All right, this is one for you that I don't know much about, but I remember him. I think he was a point guard from the Sacramento Kings, Travis Mays. Travis Mays, yeah, he was. He was, he was a lefty, I believe. Um, yeah, he was a little guy. What's his height listed on there, Woods? I know Travis Best, I'm thinking. You're talking Travis Mays, yeah. Six foot two. Okay. 14.3 points per game for Sacramento in 1991. So um, I think he would have been on the same team as Never Nervous Purvis, wouldn't yep. he? Yeah, and maybe been, Lionel yeah. Simmons and some of those guys back then. Yep. Yep. Oh, I love this guy. Very underrated. Um, bruising forward for the Sacramento Kings. Uh, not Sacramento Kings, San Antonio Spurs. I think he spent a little bit of time in Milwaukee. Terry Cummings. Out of DePaul University, right? He is, yes. DePaul University. Nice. Second pick in the 1982 NBA draft. Who was the first? Who was the first? Who was the first? What year, sorry? 1982. 82. Was that magic? Might have been. Might have been. Might have been. Check that. Uh, 1982 (laughs) NBA draft. James Worthy. 
Oh, there you okay, go. Okay, so it's a bit of a year, a year late. For All right. Dominic was pick three in that draft too. He's he's played in the NBA. I'm pretty sure the Bulls and the Lakers and no. the Seattle SuperSonics. And now he's moved to Australia some 20 years ago ah. and forged a career as a coach and developing the game. Am I, I, think am he's I in predicting Melbourne he's the, got no hair? Yep, he's in Melbourne at the moment. It's I think Dale like, Treat. It's a Dale Treat, man. Am I right? Lakers, Clippers, and Sonics, yeah, right? Yeah, that sounds right. Tell yep. us a little bit about him now and what he's doing in Australia, Robbie. Yeah, I believe he sort of stayed out here. He's just sort of coaching. Uh, I'm not sure if he's coaching sort of at the junior level, I think it might be. But um, he's, yeah, another one of these guys that sort of seems to come from America to Australia and never wants to leave. So, yeah, shout out to Sedale Threat there. Yeah, he's called Australia home for 20-plus years. Yeah. And I think he's in um, in Melbourne he somewhere at Melbourne, the moment. Yep, so, yeah. yep. Yeah, yeah. Okay, man. I'm pretty sure it's a rest in peace to this guy. Maybe I'm wrong. You know, I've been wrong in the past. Ex-coach of the Sacramento Kings. Um, Very recently, I think his son took over after he passed away. Um, Who am I speaking of? Sacramento Kings. Oh, Rick Adelman? Rick Adelman. Rick Adelman. Um... Rick Adelman is wrong. definitely still very still alive there, Woods. Rick oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> Who's the one who passed away recently? Uh, I don't know. We're going back to that earlier episode with, um, was it Jimmy Rogers from the from the Bulls and the Celtics, right? So I don't know. Yeah, I'm tripping, man. Anyway. 75 years old, Rick Adelman. Yeah, he had a great yeah. had a great career as a coach, hasn't he? Yeah. Yeah, well, so, sorry. My bad to Rick Adelman and Adelman <laughs> Hey, listen, you checked it. You didn't say he was. You said he might yeah. be. So you're all good. We caught it. We caught it. <laughs> um and yeah he was the coach of the west all-stars that year nice. yeah. no hawks cards today or what not yet oh look at this a special edition stay in school jamming with will smith card very Ooh. good nice what's on the back of that some some, some lyrics some stats yeah some words poetry Got the same songs for Fresh Prince of Bel Air. <laughs> what a lot of people don't understand. Whatever you do, you need to have your education. Will Smith, star of the hit NBC sitcom The Fresh Prince of Bel Air, hosted the 1991 NBA All Star Stay in School Jam, a nationally televised special broadcast from the 1991 NBA All Star Weekend in Charlotte, North Carolina. The Fresh Prince joins top NBA players and coaches in urging all students to stay in school. It's your best move. I like it. Nice. Good initiative. Nice. On your will. All of 30 years ago. <laughs> All right. We talked about this guy earlier, man. Okay. Teammate of Theodore Blue Edwards at Milwaukee. Uh, got those steals. All-star card Alvin. here. Alvin Robertson. I believe Alvin Robertson's one of three or four players that got a, a quadruple double back in the day. So, of course being sort of that wing sort of guy, it was uh, 10 steals instead of blocks like the big guys. But he's on that list, I believe, with Akeem Olajuwon, David Robinson, and there's one other guy whose name eludes me. But, yeah, he was he was a very good player, Alvin Robertson. Okay, and I think I confused Rick Adelman for this guy. Can you believe I got the guy oh, no. who I was talking about, right? Had a beautiful wife, um, played on various teams, the Knicks. He was part of that big Boston Celtics, the Knicks trade. Who am I talking about? Paul Westhead. Uh, okay, yep. Paul Westhead, yep. Yeah, I remember him. And tell me, tell me, tell me. Oh, Paul, Paul, Westhead. Paul Westhead. <laughs> Paul Westhead. I believe he's very much alive as well, Woods. 
Is he? I think so. Yep. <laughs> yep. He's still alive. He's 82. He's actually oh, he was coaching him. and sort of women's college up to about sort of five years ago there. But no, he's still around there, Woods. What are you trying okay, to kill off all, right. all these old coaches yeah. for anyway? Come on, man. All right. My, my apologies. Who was the Sacramento coach? Hold on. Picture that now. Like, how are we talking Sacramento coach? Or... Have to do a whole new show for Woody. Is, is this nah. person passed it's away? It's Paul Westfall, man. What are you talking about? Paul Westfall oh, passed Paul away. Paul Westfall or Paul Westhead? No, West. Uh, was that Westfall or? Oh, it's Westhead. Yes, yeah, so that's where come It's Paul Westfall. Uh, My yeah. apologies. Okay. It's Paul Westfall. Yeah. Fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. Yeah, okay. Okay. No worries. <laughs> I just wanted to make sure I wasn't tripping, man. But yeah. Um, okay. This is a team card, Los Angeles Clippers. So we got there, Ron Harper, maybe some Charles Smith on there as well. Gary Grant looks like the little guy, the darker, more and, darker guy. Yeah. Charles Smith, Ron Harper. Gary Grant. Gary Grant, yep. Nice, nice. Shout out to Matt Clayton. That's it. Two shout outs in one episode. <laughs> okay, I'm just going to keep my mouth shut in the future about uh about coaches coaches that have uh just coaches no more you, you <laughs> just right. see like an old coach and you assume they passed away right? oh man my man got egg on my face too many times robbie okay <laughs> thanks so much guys you enjoyed today awesome great fun man yeah awesome yeah it was great fun um look a few corrections from last week big prabs i know you're a big fan of the show uh he pointed out to us that not only did sean elliott make a all-star appearance with detroit in 93 but when he came back in 1996 he was an all-star with the san antonio spurs so thanks prabs for shouting that out um thanks for tuning in everyone please subscribe to the show as i mentioned earlier on youtube or wherever you listen to your podcast robbie where can we where can we be followed man of course, mate. So on Twitter, we're at Throwbacks Hoops. Um, we've had a, a really sort of increase in following there and we're sort of putting a lot of content on there, which is great. Um, and also, obviously, our Instagram, we're throwback.hoops. Um, and of course, our email address there is throwbackhoopspodcast at gmail.com. And what about yeah, you? Terrific. What about give us some um, some TikTok and some Patreon uh, details? Yeah, so Patreon's another thing. We've got a few more um, guys that have been pledging their support. Um, it'll be really nice if you can jump on Patreon and uh, you know, su- you know, be be a supporter of ours. There's a little few costs that go into maintaining the podcast, so we'd we'd appreciate everyone's help there. Um, in terms of TikTok, I've been a little bit more active lately, showcasing what we're doing. Uh, Woody underscore v eighty three at TikTok. Um, so appreciate everyone that's following me there. Uh, look, Lala, it's a pleasure to have you, have you uh, on on the show, man. Did you yeah. did you have a good good day today? Or Great, what? man. Thank you for having me back on. First return guest, I'll, I'll take it. That's it. So I look forward to all the new guests you're going to have moving forward. So yeah, let's keep this going, yep. guys. Well done. Yep. Um, Great to have you, man. And 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 where where can uh, people follow you on Instagram or or wherever, man? Yeah. For me. Yeah. Ah, oh, man, you can you can you can check out Swish Vintage, which is on my hat. It's a it's a little clothing brand which I'm about to get up, get up, get up and going. But uh, yeah, check that out if you if you, if you got free time. But uh, Throwback Hoops is the place to go. Yeah. Look, I mean, thanks for everything you do behind the scenes. We're so happy, man. And uh, it's a very exciting time in your life, right, man? It's but a couple of weeks away, and you're going to be a father for the first time. So yeah, man. Yeah. Looking forward to that. So new chapter about to start happening. Yeah. So awesome, man. Thanks, man. Awesome, guys. Um, look, thanks for tuning in, everyone. Good to see that you guys have got your throwback hoops mugs. 
Um, yeah, what's the go? Which, where's yours? Yeah, Is your old man stolen from you or something? Uh, yeah, I left it in my parents' house. I'll have it back next week. Won't you put them up on the screen, guys? Right. Hey, Woods, can I say one thing before we go? Because we didn't do any Hawks talk this week. The Hawks yeah, are on definitely. fire. We're back. Bit like last year, man, when we when we had a little bit of a. This is all you needed. This is all you needed. Yeah. Maybe we just needed to get rid of that problem guy from the locker room. Maybe that's all we needed, right? Who's that guy? Oh, I don't know. I'm not going to mention his I name on the show. Yeah. I don't know who he is, man. Um, look, thanks for tuning in, everyone. Um, thanks for all your support. Uh, Lala, any final thoughts? No, man. Keep this train going, guys, and keep keep up the great content. Throwback hoop. All right, Jeremy, Lala. All the all the all the backroom staff that help out with this podcast that people don't see. Thank you so much, Lala. Pleasure to have you. you, Robbie. Always great to chop it up with you, man. And thanks to the whole public for for throwing your support behind Throwback Hoops. Can't wait to do it next week. Peace out, out, guys. Peace.